Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage, and if you would, Go to my website at www.ddamortgage.com. Check out my videos, and if you like what the video is all about, i got a podcast that goes with it. So let's dive right in. I want to talk about Homestead. I've done this before, but this is really interesting. So I did a video just a moment ago, and I want to talk about homesteading and about closing in the month of December or January. So I took a loan app this past weekend and, and the guy's buying like a 500 and some odd thousand dollar home. The taxes were like $4,800. Well, we all know when you close on that home, those taxes are going to adjust according to the purchase price of the home. Well, his closing was January 7th and he says, you know, my realtor says the taxes are gonna go like this, you know, seven grand. I said, well, hold on there. So you're closing January 7th, that's the beginning of a new year, that's 2021. If that home still has the homestead on it, you're actually gonna get that $4,800 for the whole year. Meaning that's not gonna happen until the year 2022 that your taxes will go to 7,000. He goes, whoa, I didn't know that. So pretty interesting. So I think every case is different, but when you are purchasing a home, and you're closing in December or January, you kind of want to analyze and see what makes the most sense. So, you know, other situations, you've got a house that, you know, there's no homestead. All right, well, you definitely want to file and get your homestead done in the month of December and get that taken care of so you can get the homesteading and help with your property taxes. So you've got to look at the home to figure out whether it's been homesteaded or not homesteaded. And then you've got to look at it if it's homesteaded and what are those taxes compared to what they're going to be. So I think there's some real, you got to really figure it out. It's, it's like, I know everyone's got to move and we got a timing, but we're talking a serious difference. I mean, I, I, I just $4,800 to go to seven grand, that's $2,200. I'm sorry. That's some savings. So I think you got to analyze it. Obviously, if you're selling your home, moving into a new home, you got rentals, you got your lease up and all that. Those are all factors. But I think you've got to take it that extra step and try to manipulate that property tax bill in your benefit to make it work for you. And I think there's some real, there's some real, there's real things there. And you just got to study it and understand it. You know, also, let's just talk about it. You know, please. I get people where I've done their loans and I've sat at the closing table and the realtor has sat there and said, hey, listen, file for your homestead. And I know the realtors I work with, they follow up 30 days later. I do a video, tell them. And I can't tell you the number of times that people don't file their homestead. I'll be refinancing. I've got to refinance right now. God, taxes are huge. And I go, why are your taxes so high? Because I don't know. I said, you file for homestead? No, so didn't file for homestead. And I just point blank told him, I said, I'm not refinancing to you go file that homestead, then I'll do it. Because I had to put pressure. I was going to save him a lot of money, but like, I'm, I'm just like, you know, if I didn't care, 
I'd be like, whatever, do the refi. But I care. I want to save people money. I don't do these videos and these podcasts to sit out there. Yes, I am working on having a relationship with you. I am trying to educate you and train you. But I want you to follow through and help out and save some money. Taking the time to do these podcasts. So really, I want you to remember to do your homestead, please. I know everybody tells you at the closing table, well, you have till March. Well, by March, you forgot. So you know what? Everything's done instantaneously. It's done. Like your file is electronically signed, done at the courthouse. There's nothing messing around. So all my people closing this week, I got what? Thanksgiving week this week. I said, yeah, you got Thursday, Friday. Don't bother. Go the next week. Get it done. Get it done. And then I, I tell them about portability. And I can't believe they forget. Like if you owned a home for so long, you can transfer the tax base over. It really does help you on your taxes, your property taxes. These are benefits that have been passed by law to help you save you money. And so you really got to work on that portability, right? Portability, portability, portability. I'm trying to remind you, portability, follow your homestead. But more importantly, the podcast here today is trying to tell you, hey, do I close in December or January? What is best for me tax-wise, right? And that's what I'm trying to convey to you and do that. So I hope I'm being helpful to you today. And you know, really, what I always think about doing is just talk to people. So when you're doing a contract, you know, everybody wants to close, close, close. Well, I'm telling you right now, we're going into December and these quick closings are not happening. I keep telling everyone, you got $4 trillion of mortgage being originated. You can't hire more people. You can't hire more underwriters, more title, more appraisers, more insurance. You can't hire more people. They are maxed out, over the edge, and gone. And you know, they're taking Thanksgiving off. They're going to spend time with their family. And, you know, they got that Friday, Saturday. They'll probably be back at it on their computer, hammering it away. But there, there's no more people. So it's not like, you know, before we used to close loans in 12 days. It was like a no-brainer, 12 days done and gone. But those days are hard. And, you know, like there are lenders that can do it. But if you have a pipeline that's huge, it's kind of hard because you got all these loans in there. And that's what they have. All these lenders are having so many loans. And like all these people are refinancing and purchasing. And it's just like a wave. So you just got to be really you know, conscientious of that and look and see like your quick close now that we're going into December might be hard. So what's your best bet? What is going to get you the best dollar of doing your homestead in December or January? So those are things you need to talk about. And I think it's great to have the communication. But the thing is, everyone's so caught up in trying to buy the house because you got six or seven people trying to buy that home. You're at the will of what they're allowing because the seller is dictating your life, you know, what they want. And, you know, what they're expecting. And, you know, it's just like I've got the listing agents calling me up. They want to know, did you look at the W-2s? Oh, I got to get the W-2s, the pay stubs, the tax return. I mean, they want to know up front. They want to make sure because they've got six or seven offers. They want to guarantee that's going to close. And then they put their conditions, what they want. So it's kind of a little, you know, you're kind of like not having that free will, so to speak, where you can say, well, listen, I like to close in January. So, you know, there's just some things, but in your favor, you know, the process is taking longer and people know it's kind of like a 40 day deal. So it's like a 35, 40 day. So they know it. So they're anticipating it. So it might be an easier sell for you in your negotiations. That's all. So anyways, I hope this is helpful. It's about the homestead, about taking advantage of the taxes of what's going on. And so that's that one. 
So I really, it's a short, uh, short podcast today, but I just uh, really wanted to, I really just wanted to beat the point. You can see myself repeating myself because I really feel and believe that you need to save money. And I really like you to subscribe to my videos. All you have to do is go to www.ddamortgage.com and go to the videos and subscribe. And if you find the video, which is a minute to two minutes and you like it, you get on board of the podcast and, and learn more. You'd be very interested. You know, I feel like I'm Forrest Gump, you know, and I'm talking about like the one guy was talking about shrimp. I got bubble shrimp. I love shrimp. Uh, I'm talking mortgages and I got so many hours of people coming out of my podcast, learning, growing. So it really makes me feel good. That encourages me to continue with my podcast, to continue to educate and make you aware of what's going on because nobody does that. And I want to be the guy that does it. So in my time that I'm doing mortgages, I want to be like, well, that guy always kept us informed. He told us what's going on. And that's what my job is. So I'm thankful for you tuning in. Hit my website. Go in there and take a look and grow and learn. I put great articles on there. So really a great feed to learn of what's going on. And just stay tuned. Anyways, have a great one and a great week. And uh, stay safe and be well. And have faith. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.